0: Hey Dan. Hey
1: Chris. Have you hit record yet? Um I think so.
0: It's it's okay I say a little dot and everything. Okay. So yeah, we should okay. probably start talking about something constructive. You know what? We could probably do a whole lot of prep time, but I think it would rather if we just saved it for the, the, the podcast. That's what you're usually reminding me of, right?
1: Right, right. Let's just get it done. Let's just get, get done. it done. So
0: we <laughs> should just so, <laughs> so we should just stop talking about doing the job and actually do the job.
1: What are we doing? I have I no know.
0: idea. Does,
1: let's do, just talk, keep on talking and see what
0: happens. We should just uh, keep... Uh, you know what? That's worked for us in the past so far. What episode is this anyways? It's like 190... 100,
1: 177, 78 or something.
0: 177 trombones on the hit parade. I think... You know what? No, we won't do that. There's better mm-hmm. music than that. So at, <laughs> at the moment, let's go ahead and say it's time. It's mm-hmm. time. From Rochester, New York, the home of people who have no clue what they're doing more often than not, but we always make the best of it. This is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And everything in the world can be geeky if you love it enough, so you never know what you're going to get. Starring Billy DeTore, Dan Carmen, Tanya Metris, and I am your host, my name is Chris Frank. And it is so good to see you guys, or hear from you guys, or talk to you guys once again. One
1: Yay. of those
0: things. Aye. wasn't that good. That's see. We're trained professionals. Try this at home.
1: <laughs> we are at home, so we are.
0: It works out perfectly. It's, yeah. I mean, holy cow! It's it's the resurgence. You know, it's it's um, coronavirus two, <laughs> the, oh, the, the sequel, the return. Yeah. As every as reg- several regions throughout the country are res- are spiking back up and threatening, basically, to make the the, the back end of twenty twenty as interesting as the front end.
1: Well, I heard that a vaccine may be on its way, so it wanted to really make itself known yeah. and, and let let us let us appreciate the vaccine even more. So, right, you know, whichever vaccine comes out,
0: whenever it does, so that's a thing. You no. so but, uh, but yeah, no, you guys are good though. Yeah, yeah, we survived our our scare here at this end of, of the thing. Do we talk about it last week? Do we talk about what happened last week at all?
2: I think I we. Remember. Did well. last week, no, We didn't, ha- we didn't have an episode two
0: weeks ago. ago yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, it all kind of starts blurring together after.
3: Actually, a while. we found out right after the episode two weeks ago. Right. Yes. Right. Yes, it
0: was. That's exactly it. In- immediately so, after. So so here's what happened. Here's what happened here. Dear um, listeners. Yes. Um, the night before we recorded the last episode. Um, it was a Saturday and one of Juliana's dear friends came over and this girl's entrusted. She's been over several times. She's a sweet girl. You know, she comes over, she's kind of like a little bit of an unofficial part of the family. Uh, So she had come over on Saturday to visit Jules because Jules had had her birthday uh, that previous Wednesday. And we were going to have the big family party on Sunday, which I had, I think I had talked about it during the recording. Mm -hmm. And uh, she'd come over and we hang out and she hugged everybody and socialized and whatnot and then headed home. And so here I am, I'm recording podcast, the last recording that we did, and uh, I get off and it is the, the recording. And as soon as I take my headset off of my head and I'm setting it on my desk, Jules has appeared in the doorway and she has that look in her eye and she's like, dad, dad. I'm like, okay, something has just occurred. And I'm like, what's going on? She goes, MJ tested positive. I'm like, what? Right. So what had happened is this young lady had been exposed, seen her doctor been tested, had not yet gotten the results and decided to stop by for a visit because somewhere along the line she was under the impression that this was all just a formality and most likely nothing was happening and everything was going to be fine and and so she can just go about her business and but only to find out Sunday morning <laughs> the different different information and I'm like, wait what, what? So we, we got we confirmed what was going on figured it all out I'm like okay immediately got on the phone with jules's mother we have to cancel the the birthday party and, and thank god the girl called when she did because two hours later there would have been people in my house and a lot of them like good 10 15 folks in my house to celebrate juliana's birthday so it it's just just we made all the phone calls and erica's like well what do i do about the pizza and i'm like I'm sure they haven't started making it yet. You could call them and cancel, right? It's <laughs> just that kind of a thing. Um, and, and then we waited. You know, we, I talked to the county health department. I said, this is what's going on here. You know, here's here's what we've done. This is what we're doing. You know, we've put ourselves in quarantine. I've told my boss, you know, Jules told her boss, et cetera. And, um, and the guy's like, well, you know, it takes a little bit of time to really set in. So you shouldn't get tested right away. It might be just wasted time. I said, okay, Thursday. He goes, Thursday. Cool. So we got ourselves tested. We got the results. Everything's cool. Everybody's healthy. But man, I tell you, that was that was a very worrisome week, week and a half, almost two weeks.
3: Now, the girl and, that tested positive—did she wind up feeling poorly, or
0: she got a very mild case? She okay. she spiked a fever. She had a lot of the lot of the symptoms, but they were very. And so I'm, I'm, she's very lucky, and and I'm very happy to hear that she did not suffer, you know, badly like a lot of people have. Um, but she did, <clears throat> she did have a rough couple of days there. And uh, and then she got through it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was a glancing blow and it could have been a lot worse. And so I, I reiterate to people, this is real. We got lucky. Over a quarter million people haven't. It, right. And, so, it,
1: and it's easy to it, spread.
0: It I mean, is. It's really easy. It, I mean, it, it's you, you got lucky, st- but
1: yeah.
4: yeah,
0: this whole story could have been been tremendously different. Um, so I encourage you guys who are listening to us to just keep being careful. You know, if you feel like, nah, I don't want to look like I'm being paranoid. It's Be paranoid. okay. Be paranoid, you know, cause you just don't know what's hiding around the corner. We've been very careful. I mean, we've, we've quarantined, but we have a circle of people that we trust and everybody talks to each other. This is what's going on. This is what's going on. Hey, have you been, you know, Hey, I uh, know, no, cool. Come on over and we can, you know, there's, there's been a lot of really good communication going on and it, it seems weird to have to do that but you know it's important that we keep those communication levels going because then you know what's happening and and as i just said a moment ago this could have been entirely different we could have been not lucky and um and it's it could have been made for a very tough tough situation so it was weird to that for me it was just like oh my god after being careful this entire year it walked in the back door
4: Mm -hmm.
0: it walked right into my house and, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that, so it's just, all right, make sure I mean, you know, just everybody take a breath and, and go back to the beginning, start over again, build up those, those communication circles, build up the, the ability to say, Hey, look, I'm concerned. And if something doesn't feel right, don't worry about it. If somebody says you're paranoid, there's going to be a, a 10 times the number of people saying, no, you're doing the right thing, you know, and, and protect yourselves and, and protect others and wear your masks And uh, masks work, they help, you know, they're, they're not the, the panacea, they're, they're not the be all and end all, but they're part of an equation that will make sure that we, we get these curves flattened back out again. And then hopefully that, like you guys were saying, the virus is around the corner or the vaccine is around the corner. Excuse me.
2: The virus has already been lurking around the corner. Yeah. The
0: the virus has been in my backyard. (laughs) It's like, Jesus, you know. Uh, um, and,
2: I don't know if the quarantine hurt you more or Juno.
0: Um, my dog is hanging in there. She really is. She's she's been a good girl. She's curled up in a ball right now on the floor behind me. And uh and she's taking a quick morning nap. Um but yeah, it's that's the thing is the quarantine was tougher because we were a lot more restrictive. And you know, I would take her outside, but I would be standing on the back step. But I would I would, you know, the steps I would have to do just to make sure that I was letting my dog out. Because I share a driveway and I'm in, uh, our backyards are basically merged together with my next door neighbor, and you know they're in their seventies. These are good people; they're healthy, but I don't want to run the risk. So I would always like poke my head out. Are they in the yard? Are they moving to their car? Are they, you know, they. Are... And then I would let Juno out because she just it, she as soon as she see them, she'd go wiggling right on over there to say hi. You know, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure there was no chances that something was going to happen.
2: Well, that Thursday when I dropped off milk and bread and stuff, and we were mm-hmm. talking through the mm-hmm. door, the, the poor little puppy, her, her little oh, she was, was going so much because she wanted out to get to me.
0: Yeah, yeah well, she, she, she she you're her mommy anyway. as far as she's concerned. Oh, she, Tanya is is Juno's mom. That's as far as Juno's concerned. She's like whenever Tanya comes over, she gets things. So it's like <laughs> 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 so, and we had we had that little that little um. Little patio table, and so I put it right by the back door. So you know, a couple people were generous to stop by, and they were like, "Hey, do you need anything? Okay, cool. We'll bring it over. We'll put it on the table." And they'd wave to us through the window, and we felt like you know we were the NASA astronauts coming back from the moon. You know, we're all like waving Mm -hmm. from the the the, the porch and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just it was just weird.
2: It was, but it was funny because I was backing down the driveway that day. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting and I was um, right at the end of the driveway getting ready to back out onto your street. Yeah. And all of a sudden I see her come whipping around the corner. And you must right. have called her like right away because all of a sudden I saw her face and then all of a sudden I saw her tail end. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's just like, wait, wait, is she still here? Is she still here? I'm going for her. I'm well, really going for her. Well, the thing is when,
0: when somebody would visit, I'd have to let her out immediately so that she can go out because she got herself so excited she'd have to pee. Yeah. Right.
2: So yeah. I had to she's, let her
0: out immediately. As soon as the, the exposure piddling. risk was over.
2: Yeah, she's back to piddling when she oh, sees somebody.
0: Yes, it's bad too. But I you know, I so I, I but I anticipate a certain level of regression in a, in a pupper. <laughs> but yeah, I she I've promised she'll she'll be heading out to the fields in uh in certain people's farms soon so she can run mm, around. And yeah, stretch, she her, stretch run her legs. Around. Yeah, it'll be
2: good. She's she'll like, be I've been fine. cooped up for two weeks. Oh god, it's been rough. It's that's what I said. Much. Was it worse for you or her? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. But that's that the but like I said, that's the message though, people, is 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 this is a real thing and just please, please, please be careful. Right? Just be careful. Because and, there's uh,
3: they're saying now it's it, the numbers are actually bigger than they were back in March when everybody yes. was extra careful. So if be as careful now as you were then.
0: Right. Right. Well, that's the thing is is, is um, I had a thought. It disappeared on me. You know, we, we were new to it back then. So a lot of we were begrudgingly doing these quarantines, begrudgingly doing the social distancing, begrudgingly the masks, et cetera. But, you know, OK, whatever. It's not that big a deal. But, you know, what, but now we're, we're dealing with fatigue you know, we haven't gone to the movies in so long. We, we missed out on all of our summer music festivals. We didn't go to Ren Fair. We didn't, we didn't go to the big block picnics. We didn't, we didn't go have on a our, show. We didn't have FC3. You know, all these things didn't happen. And here we are still dealing with it and still struggling with it and feeling like nothing we did is really making a difference. Um, you know, I, I can very easily say, well, if we had a unifying leadership at the beginning of the year, then this would have been over a lot sooner but that's barn door horse kind of a thing right Mm -hmm. so you know people are just tired i know i am jesus i want to go on a road trip i want to go see my family i want to go see friends i want to go out and do things but i can't and i'm sick and tired of it but you know thanksgiving's coming up i mean we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about thanksgiving in the long segment today so let's let's start it up now thanksgiving's coming up and everybody's like well damn we're used to like a house full of 30 40 people and enough mm-hmm. turkey to feed a small battalion and uh you know and where we're having to pare back our plans now there's a lot of people who are you know <laughs> they
2: are not planning on paring back their plans yeah
0: and and I, I wish them luck you know may the odds be ever in your favor um I'm
2: not volunteering as tribute for that
0: I, i'm not volunteering as tribute for that i mean last year i was at a thanksgiving with 32 people in the house This year, it'll be Jules, her boyfriend, my mom, myself, and there will be a special guest star of my son stopping through every so often. You know, that's it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our Thanksgiving is usually just the five of us in my house and then my parents. So that's not changing. But um, what's changing is my dad's family, usually the rest of my dad's family gets together at somebody's house. And that's like 30 some odd people. So they've canceled that. Mm-hmm. And we're we're talking um, that we've canceled the big Christmas get-together because we can't all fit in one house mm-hmm. um, this year with everything because there's close to 50 of us and there's no places that would be willing to rent us the, the hall, even if we could social distance. And like the adults, most of the adults could probably social distance to an extent, but it's the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids, the kids would want to be playing with each other's toys and things like that. And I was talking to my mom. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. I'm like, I, I'm like, I have a mother-in-law that lives in the house that is 75. I'm like, she's got um, COPD. and like, I, I can't do that to her. My like, Tyler's like, I'm not going, I'm not going. I mean, mm-hmm. he truly has not and I'm like listeners. When I say he hasn't left the house since March, he hasn't left the house since March. He's gone outside to play basketball and uh-huh. things like that, but he has not been in my car since March. Jeez. He's not gone wow. anywhere whatsoever because he he's one of those, um, he's back to the, the, the masks are uncomfortable. So therefore, since he doesn't want to wear it, he makes the option not to go anywhere.
4: Uh-huh.
2: So he's kind of protecting everybody that way. So, but no, and um, so it, it's, it's a little different. So we're talking about potentially like having the kids draw names for Christmas, mm-hmm. like we would normally do and do a virtual zoom call. Oh, so the cool. kids could see each other mm-hmm. opening their presents or we could opt out. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm the, I'm only one person that has to buy, like Riker only has to buy for one of the other kids, but like my cousin, she's got four kids so she would have to buy for four different kids. I'm like, I'd let her be the one to say she's going to opt out this year. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I can't necessarily justify it for myself. I'm like, I'm, right. I'm only buying one Christmas present for a kid. I'm not buying four or five. Yeah. So I don't know. These
0: are the decisions we have to make right now, which is so weird. And so against the grain for, you know, we social animals, we human beings, we, blissfully, wonderfully complicated primates but uh, it's
4: uh, no. I don't and know. then we've do right we got gonna...
1: to do right now. It's temporary. Yeah. It's all we have to do right now. It's temporary. so We have I'm... to.
0: You know, eventually and, and I can say this with certainty this is not a hopefully kind of a situation but there will come a time where we will be, this will be done and we will be looking back at it and we will think about what we've learned and what we didn't learn and we'll be looking at a large swath of the population going, they'll never learn. And we'll look at another large swath of the population going, look at how they evolved and became better people because of all of this. So it's, it's, this is going to be one of those things that we'll talk about for decades to come. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it's, this is going to, this is one of those defining moments. It's, it's weird to say to, but this will be down the road. This will be up there with, world wars with the cold war with all that stuff this this will be one of those globally defining moments and we don't want to th- and, and people are like you know we don't want to look at a virus and or an illness and, and or a pandemic and think it was so uh so so major but this this has this gone around the world this is a thing how, how long
3: how, how much do you think the they'll never learn people will hold back the eventual recovery of society
0: because- I don't think we will see normal until at least 2022. I think they'll they'll fight us all the way through 21. Even if it's proven that this vaccine, I mean, I have my hesitations. I don't want to. I don't want the generation one of the vaccine, right? You never want generate generation one of anything. You know, because you want to see what's going to happen. You want to see if there's going to be, once it starts mass producing, it starts interacting with a larger group of the population and not a controlled, you know, group of guinea pigs, essentially. You want to see how this is going to unfold. So I know I'm going to hesitate at first, okay. but I'm interested in being, to make, making sure that I'm safe. Right. So I'm, I'm probably going to put myself in line once I'm, I'm satisfied with it. But there's going to be people out there who, there are still people out there, Billy, who think, that the government is going to microchip people through a vaccine. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah,
2: they that,
3: exist. That, that's why I'm skeptical. That's why I don't want to of... get the
2: vaccine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that, that's why I'm skeptical of, of like a an actual system. I don't know when this will end. This yeah. feels like it could go on even longer than 2022 because some, there's a bunch of boneheads now that are so resistant to anything that may help I mean they don't want to wear a mask they don't yeah. want to socially distance. they don't want to limit their Thanksgiving yeah so we, how we have, are th- bred,
0: we have bred a newer and and more fact resistant version of of humanity at this point
3: mm-hmm. so I I'm I don't know what to think of of an eventual chain no, return to sort of normal.
0: I got to look at it this way, that that there is, you look at it like a set of scales. You have the people on one side who are are into doing the right thing. And then there are the people on the other side who think they are doing the right thing by being resistant. Okay. And, and they're the fact-resistant humans, you know, not virus-resistant, but fact-resistant humans. And I got to imagine that, that, the resistance is going to, and I hate to say it so with such a tongue in cheek, dark humor, but they're going to end up being a dying breed.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And as they get outnumbered, they will be easier to deal with. You know, resistance there will be people. Is futile. It,
2: it is. It really <laughs>
0: is. Because eventually what's going to happen is there's going to end up being fewer of them, you know, and they're either going to either a got sick, got through it, Hopefully, I would I would hope for it, and and you get on board. That would be oh god, there's no good way to say this. There really isn't, and I apologize. It sounds so cruel, but they'll the the people who have have mocked this entire situation and have slandered this entire situation, then I can only think that they're going to end up being uh, exposed to it. You know, they will get sick, and I can only hope that they survive and get better, right? And then see the light that this was a real thing. There will be those who have mocked it and slandered it and and resisted it and they will get sick and then they will not survive. So there's that transformative event. And and so therefore the people who have been trying all along will start to outnumber those who have been resistant all along. And it's just so terrible to say and I feel horrible for even having said that. But there's also an anthropological fact to that. You know, when the Black Plague hit, you know, in the Dark Ages, there were the people who reacted and tried to prevent and protect. And there were the people who didn't care and thought this was just, this was an inevitable thing. And they, you know, they ran, they, the, the the negativity ran out. And so did the plague then, you know, yeah. and, the, and the people who fought and tried to strive above it and protect themselves from it are the ones who carried on, you know, for their society. So we're going to have that.
2: It's it's truly a Darwinism.
0: It is, and in, in a way, it really is. Oh, hello! Oh, there's a puppy. Hi, puppy.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, was, was that Molly or? Uh...
0: No, um, no, she's trapped in Jules's room at the moment. But no, suddenly I'm, I'm just sitting here, and suddenly I had a nose right in my my hand. So
2: she's like, I, I know you mentioned. Else, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know you mentioned me earlier.
0: Yes you were talking about me but you know that's that's the hot take that's the that's the sociological hot take so 2021 is going to be a very interesting year to watch in action because we're going to have different outlook we're going to have access to these initial prototype uh, vaccines you know you're going to have we're, we're going to see how we can turn the ship around at this it, point. We're going to see if people are going to get on board or continue to fight. You're right, Billy. It probably could last for a while longer yet, but who knows? But
3: isn't the Pfizer-produced one being developed here in Rochester and tested here in Rochester?
0: We are part of the equation, but not the entire equation from okay. what I've been told.
3: Because I, I had an idea that mm-hmm. I think is brilliant to the point okay. where I actually emailed someone uh, this past week, the Ro- it was announced the Rochester Red Wings' new parent club is the mm-hmm. Washington Nationals.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I did not hear that part. That's yeah,
3: cool. The Twins dropped this a couple weeks ago, and the Red Wings literally said, we're going to have a new parent club by by December 1st. And mm-hmm. I, a bunch of baseball people, including myself, sort of looked around. And Washington, a bunch of years ago, used to be with Syracuse. But a couple years ago, Syracuse signed with the Mets. Mm-hmm. So Washington wound up in Fresno, California, which is terrible for when you want to call people up and down and send people mm-hmm. back and forth. So me and a bunch of other people, including the Red Wings, thought, let's get Washington involved. So now washington the Washington Nationals are going to be our new parent club. One of the Washington Nationals biggest, fans is dr anthony fauci oh wow that that, that's the team he threw out the first pitch for last year
0: (laughs) that's awesome
3: so with us being part of the team developing this vaccine i think next year next season maybe dr and we should have a dr anthony fauci bobblehead night
0: Oh, they great.
3: Bring him to Rochester the tour the facilities and do a mm. press conference about the whatever's going on with the vaccine at that point. And if people are allowed in the stadium, do a Doctor Fauci night where people can I get a vaccine. I know, I I don't suppose you don't want people without vaccines already in the stadium. But, yeah. But, you know, have him be the special guest at the stadium to throw out the first pitch for the, because his first pitch at the nationals game was so bad. They sent him to the minors.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, you know what, Billy? I agree. I think that's brilliant. I think that's yeah. fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Oh boy. <sighs> So, yeah, it's strange, strange days are still ahead.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, silence descended upon us for like a good, like two seconds there.
0: Well, well we were all taught we're all thinking. we were very thoughtful people, you know.
2: Yeah, we are. Yeah,
1: 2021 is going to be a mystery. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean. Yeah,
0: and we had such high hopes. Everybody was making all the 2020 <laughs> jokes. T- oh, okay. yeah. You know, we see twenty twenty now. Oh yeah, this could be great.
1: Clearly, yes.
0: You know, especially everybody was looking, especially forward to 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 Halloween because it was going to be on a Saturday, and it was going to be on a full moon, and then the whole the whole we're getting uh, an extra hour of sleep the next day. You know, oh Halloween's going to be lit, and I'm like, yeah,
4: look
1: look Mm, at that. uh,
0: Twenty twenty then said, hold my beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Many 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 times it said that. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. And just when you think it couldn't get any weirder, guess what? Tell now, them what they've won, Dan.
3: And we're going to we're start 2021 with a president who won't want to leave. Yeah. He may literally get dragged out of the White House.
4: That's amazing.
2: Can we not have a second political discussion on uh, <laughs> um, the, the thing? The last one we got very political type thing. and. hmm I, I,
0: well, no. it's it's starting to transform into less political and more of a sociological thing as you study basically the attitudes of of, of certain um, personality traits. Basically, at this point, so
2: well, and and Chris already knows that I was just having trying to have a conversation with coworkers the other day. Oh over, yeah, over our Zoom um, office hours because no kids were on yet, and mm-hmm. we we're just talking about all the. Um, just all the crap that's been going on and and um the the whole perceived voter fraud and blah 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 blah, blah. just this that and the other thing
0: mm-hmm. and
2: i'm just having a conversation and someone yells from their office to to knock it off that to get over it the the election is done they've already won that you have to stop arguing about it and i'm just like one they weren't even a part of that conversation right and and two I'm just like you just like are kind of sti- right you just stifled my opinion or my thoughts or my conversation i was having with somebody else like and that that's part of the problem and I was trying to be a little more educated, going in, looking, because I had been having a conversation with the social studies teachers and they were getting ramped up because one's on one side of the political spectrum and one is on the other side of the political spectrum. So, and it's funny to watch them go back and forth um, because the social studies teacher I've worked with for years, he's like, pull out the evidence, pull out the, give me the, the example, pull out whatever. And the other one's like, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. at that point and i'm like oh it's and, and we're all laughing and i'm like oh it's like you're clubbing a baby seal knock it off fee and uh, he's so i had mentioned that that it, that's what it seemed like even though they were having a good conversation they weren't um uh disrespecting each other they weren't arguing with each other they're mm-hmm. they, they were both like um Doing this, that, and the other thing, but just that, that person pissed me off to the point that I felt like I couldn't put my two cents in whatsoever anymore.
0: Well, that's, and and that's something I've been noticing, you know, we've been talking about this on and off over the, the year and, and, and even previously that the only people doing most of the, the talking out loud are the extremes. Right? you have the the one, the far right, the far left. They're the loudest. They're the most obnoxious. All right, and then there's everybody in the middle who has started to engage in the conversation. And I think that's why this current presidential election was so um, so interesting. Is because there's a lot of people in the middle uh, who were finally getting involved in the conversation. And so you start seeing all the different. But then you also see people who are reaching across said aisles. These these these. You know, wonderfully imaginary aisles and they're talking to each other but what's happening now is the extremes are stop talking to each other yeah they're they're angry because they're like wait 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 no 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 you can't do that we're the ones we're supposed to be shouting at each other we're supposed to be shouting at each other not talking with each other but shouting at each other
3: the the nutcases are so singularly focused that any topic automatically turns to that. I mentioned the other day on Facebook. I literally clicked on a channel 10 news story about that owl that got trapped in the tree that wound up in Rockefeller center. And that turned into people arguing about uh voter fraud. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. It turned into a 50 comment chain of people arguing about voter fraud on the story about the owl.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: That's crazy.
0: It is. It really is. The owl did it. Come on. Oh no. Yeah. All know. yeah. It,
3: well, uh. well, it did turn out he was left-winged.
1: But yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: Oh God. See if we were back that's in the amazing. studio, that's where the uh, the would be right. There. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh God, that's awesome.
1: Poor Owl. It's got stuck in a tree and look what happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I feel bad for, I mean, like, you know, Tanya has a legitimate thing. I mean, she just made an observation. She wasn't putting her foot down. She wasn't saying, you know, this side or that side, or this is right. This is wrong. She was just saying, well, you know, this is a thing. This We should be, be and then, and wham, here comes somebody just clobbering her from left field. It's like, come on, dude. Really? Let's I mean, have we're gonna conversations,
1: have to, we're gonna... people, not just shut everybody down. Yeah, we have to learn to
0: talk to each other again. That's the and thing. Not just
1: because you, you're on a, another side. We can't agree on anything. Let's just talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, so... You yeah. can't help but, it
0: if you're wrong. That's <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Hey! <laughs> let's,
1: not get, let's not get too political here, I guess. So let's, uh... I know. I know.
2: No, yeah. and a lot of it is to educate and to be able to look at the... Um, what the media is saying and try to find where the truth is, because, you know, one side of the media is going to go this way. One side of the media is going to go that way. And somewhere in the middle is actually what's happening. And, and it's not to be sucked in by those extremes is, is to be educated, do a little bit of research. And that's what I was trying to do the other day, just to have this conversation and no, it pissed me off.
1: I, I I always try to read stuff from both sides because I always try to hear what everybody's saying mm-hmm. and then form opinions. And I try to find the truth somewhere in the middle of it all because that's usually where it is, because you have to always read beyond, beyond the headlines. So the headlines are always gonna be sensational because they wanna get you to click on the article. The headline might not be what the actual article is about. Exactly. You know, so you always have to and but people I don't know how what percentage of people stop at the headline. Mm-hmm. Oh, the headline says this, so this, you know, don't, don't read everything else in there. Because a lot of times the articles are well-written, but it's just that they have this sensational headline that kind of puts you in the wrong direction there. So I always try to read articles from both sides and just, uh, you know, keep, keep perspective here of everything. But, yeah.
3: And as long as we're talking about controversial subjects, the biggest first world problem in the world right now, you people, you can watch the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving on PBS tonight.
2: Yay. Yeah,
0: and that and that is a jarring yet appropriate segue for the rest of the show. I
2: thought the first world problem was was the stuffing going in the turkey or outside the turkey, and you bake it separately.
0: Both both ways are right. I've done it. I've done it in both fashions. Over I
2: don't the touch the turkey.
0: <laughs> I have a whole thing and we'll and I'll talk about it after the break. So there's this whole tradition that we have at our house and I'll, I'll go into great detail about it. But let's first take a quick break. Let's get ourselves sorted out and we're going to return back to Thanksgiving, which sadly used to be one of my favorite holidays. But lately it's just kind of like, OK, fine. Mmm, <laughs> you know?
4: turkey.
2: Turkey.
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudeettes. Um So yeah, as, as Billy pointed out, by the time you're hearing this, the, the, the Charlie Brown <laughs> Thanksgiving special will already have been uh, aired on Blade. PBS. But at this point, it's been around so long, I would assume some, most of you have to have it on DVD or some sort of <laughs> some sort of recording at this point. So I don't know. I look forward to seeing it. It's one of my, my favorites of the Charlie Brown specials.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, popcorn and toast.
3: To me, it's Top part brand, of the yes. great trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's the the Great Pumpkin, the the Thanksgiving, and the Christmas. Right. There's, you, there's you a celebrate- bunch of others, but those are the three musts.
0: You celebrate the tail end of the year with the Peanuts Gang. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? It's it, it's a wonderful end of the year, Charlie Brown. But uh, so like I was saying before we went to break, we have a whole tradition thing here. And it started several years ago. I think Ian was still a baby. Um
2: that was many years ago. Though. Many
0: years ago, uh, but we were living in this uh, this apartment on um, on Gore's Line in the Maplewood area, and uh, Erica, my ex, was working for Century Safe when it was still owned by the original family. Uh, it has since been bought off and moved around the company as, or moved around the country as as things happen these days. Um, but the the family w- loved their employees and always did everything they could for their employees, and and quite by our surprise, we didn't know this was a tradition. They pulled up a truck um, about a week before Thanksgiving and started handing out free turkeys to all the employees. and And so Erica brings this turkey home, and and it's it's sitting in you know and it's full wrapping and everything, sitting on in in the sink. And we're looking at it. We're like, What do we do with this thing? We've never done this before. We've never hosted. As a matter of fact, we were planning on actually being at family house for thanksgiving so we we didn't want to go to waste so we're like well let's let's you know have our own thanksgiving here at the house we'll have this and we'll have man, no extra leftovers so we'll, we'll we'll try it out here we you never know down the road we may be hosting um thanksgiving which we ended up doing for like about five or six years uh so here's this turkey and she goes on google and she does all the research because she's the research queen i'll tell you I, you know my ex-wife is fantastic at getting information she loves it and uh and so she gets the whole step-by-step process all right cool and we we go to Wegmans. we get a bunch of stuff we bring it back and it was a big turkey it was not like a 12 13 pounder this sucker was up there in the teens and and she could not do what she wanted and and the first thing she had to do is rub it down with lemon you have to rub it down with lemon straight you want to start sanitizing it and everything so she goes chris you hold it so i'm holding this freaking turkey in the sink and she's rubbing it all over the, the lemon and we're just laughing at the just sheer insanity of this visual so me being who i am starts dancing the turkey around in the sink like just jigging it up and down i'm like come on dance with it dance with it she's like i'm not gonna dance with the turkey and then out of nowhere i have no idea why i did this but i'm like dance with howard And she's like, what? I go, dance with Howard. Howard the turkey is here in the house and he is your guest. Dance with him. And I'm starting dancing the turkey around. It was late at night. We were really kind of like, just we were feeling exhausted at this point. So, you know, I'm more likely to do stupid things when I'm tired. She's like, I am not going to call the turkey. Shortly enough, we started calling the turkey Howard. Thus began a tradition in our family that when we were hosting, the whole process of getting, prepping the turkey and getting it into the the brine or the marinade or whatever we were going to do with it, we would name the damn turkey. <laughs> We've had such names as Norbert. Um, oh, God. Uh, Galileo one year. Um, the, the weirder, the better is what we noticed. Uh, Ian had been, do- he was at Nazareth Hall. So it was a, it was a Catholic grammar school. And he had done this whole report on St. Christopher. And apparently St. Christopher is a legend that comes that can be traced sort of loosely back to a theologian who was an, one of the early Christians named Reprobus. So we named the turkey Reprobus. You know, so these are th- John Paul. When John Paul II passed away, um, we named the next turkey John Paul. You know, the stupid things like that. And it was always part of, it became part of the family tradition. And we always get a big laugh out of naming the turkey Um so, so your
2: turkey is going to be named this year?
0: Oh, yes, because my mom, who was going to be one of our guests, lives uh, in the area of, of, of a retired school that has been used as a kind of a, a, an unofficial community center. And these people did a, a wonderful Thanksgiving food drive where they gathered up supplies and they were getting out to needy people. But they had, as you will have it, Thanksgiving leftovers, so they went out into the community, into the, the, the neighborhood, and we're handing out free turkeys to the neighbors, just saying, "Hey, you know, thanks for being a great neighbor. Here, have a turkey." So we have this twelve pounder sitting in my fridge, and and um, and my mom goes, "You're not going to name it, are you?" Because <laughs> she's a, she's well aware of this tradition that we've had over the years.
4: Yes, yes. And I said, I "Mom, am.
0: if you want me to prepare this turkey, I have to name the turkey." She goes, <sighs> "What's it going to be?" So I'm holding this thing in front of me, and I'm uh, it's still in its wrapping and it's mesh bag and i'm looking at it go it looks like a horatio this year she just rolls her eyes she's like okay <laughs> fine it's horatio i'm like yes meet horatio so, <laughs> so.
1: things like that but it's things like that that make it fun you know it makes yeah, it part, know. You know, oh
0: you know, it's it, great
1: it makes it your own you know because i don't know of anybody else who names their turkey so that's that's good
0: <laughs> there you have it last year i was um I was at another family's house and it was this big thing. Like I said, 30, 32 people were there. And uh, just as the Turkey is about to come out of the oven, um, I I looked and I looked at the, uh, the hostess and I I said, so what's its name? (laughs) And she looked at me like, what? I'm like the Turkey's name. What's the Turkey's name? She's like, Oh God, yes, that I forgot you do that sort of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no, I, I know Anne names her cows, but oh, yeah,
2: chickens. But
1: but those are but those were alive. You you she had those when they were alive. You have, you haven't had you didn't have the trick you when they were alive.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no, did you see her post the other day though that the um she went to throw some bread out to the chickens and she had to yell at Chick Fil A to uh, stop pestering <laughs> Callie.
0: And she mm-hmm. said
2: that the people the, the um, builders that are working on um, her sister in law's house next door just cracked up, was laughing hysterically because <laughs> Anne was yelling, "Chick Fil A, leave Callie alone!" So, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yes, it, it's quite funny.
0: So yes, Horatio, and I'm I'm, I'm a, I have a little bit of excitement for Thanksgiving because this is the first one I'm having the house that i've been living in for the past couple of years
2: i know you wanted to host a friendsgiving type thing last year and it just was
0: it it didn't come around and then 2020 showed up and it's like i will be doing that though when everything is is you know a year from now you know when everything is safer i'm planning on on doing that up because that would be fun i think but so yes horatio will be at the frank house and uh and whatever you name your turkey let us know drop that in the comments i want to hear if, if people are like that's a great thing i want to do that now too join the party it's great you know have fun it's it's part of the, the part of the process um so that's that that's that frank family tradition and ian i got to, uh, i got to pick up ian for lunch yesterday uh and and so we go out for indian food as we, we tend to and we're celebrating the fact that he got his driver's license last week my son is now an official licensed driver i don't feel old um <laughs> And so we sit, we settle in for lunch and he looks at me, he goes, so the turkey this year, and I said, yeah, he goes, name, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <Yeah. laughs> I tell him and he's like, not bad. All right. I like that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So what are, so what are some other Thanksgiving traditions?
3: A weird one we have in my family. I mean, everyone has the... Weirder the better. Yeah. Well, it's... uh, What was it? Maybe three, four years ago, during dinner, we had one of the music channels. I know how your cable TV has those music channels. Mm -hmm. So it was like background music. We had on like the soft classic rock or 60s hits or whatever it was and hooked on a feeling. Chaka, ooga, exactly ooga, ooga
4: chaka.
3: <laughs> so we all start we literally me susan um is it my brother's house my brother uh, my sister my brother-in-law all sang the song around the dinner table while we we're eating like in full
4: <laughs> singing That's along awesome. with
3: it so like the the following, we decided we had a ball literally singing hooked on a feeling uh, i can't stop this feeling we all knew all the words my, my. Me. My, my niece and nephew who are like 10 11 somewhere you know kids they looked at us like we were nuts but after that we decided we we need a thanksgiving song every year now uh-huh. So that one was organic. But since then, the, the next few years, we we picked like a, a Motown, some song we all liked that, you know, may have something to do with family or getting together or being happy or something. So now our sing along is scheduled to where we call my brother in Arizona uh, Susan's brother in New Mexico and we have a big sing-along which we haven't decided I don't know if we're doing it this year because of the pandemic because usually it starts with you know the seven of us at my brother's house and we're not doing that this year um, so I don't know but the last four or five years we've had the family Thanksgiving sing-along which will be missed I think this year but Hooked on a Feeling is still a special song to me because every time I hear it, I think of us all sitting around the Thanksgiving dinner table now singing along with
1: that one. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. I like that one. How about you, Danny?
1: Um, don't really have anything. I mean, the last 10 years or so, we would go down to Florida for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the in-laws there. Um, and That was always fun for the kids and everything. Um, before that my family we'd all my extended family at my dad's side we meet up in, in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and usually started off we'd all go to a we usually go to a restaurant for Thanksgiving because there's usually a lot of times there's 20 30 people and we kind of get can't own, fit a, all
2: in one place
1: <laughs> yeah which what but the ironic part is, is that you know we'd go out for dinner and we'd go back and they, they'd still make turkeys and you know at in my, my uncle's house and <laughs> so we had like more food there and everything because that's what we did but then the you know then the adults would send the kids off to a movie and then the, the adults would drink and play cards <laughs> so the kids would all be left alone at the movie theater and the you know, the adults would all you know be without the kids so it was great so we got to see a movie and the kids the adults got child free night so um, that was when I was younger anyways but As far as like my media family, we don't really have anything because we're always, we were always been traveling. So, so I guess I I think Trent, our tradition was to go visit the, you know, the grandparents down in Florida there and spend the time on the beach.
2: Isn't this usually the time of year that you'd have your uh, marathon? marathon?
1: Yeah, the Space Coast Marathon is down is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, also. So, I started that because we were down in we we're down in Florida. I said, "Well, let me we run a marathon while I'm there," and I was at the Space Coast, you know, so right right outside of Kennedy Space Center. So, right, um, I I did that. Well, I did it early this year before my radiation stuff started. So, I I, I did my my marathon run there. So that's it, that's what's going to count for my marathon this year. So, <laughs> it's virtual. They're doing. They're actually still doing in-person marathons down there. It's gonna be, but they also have a virtual option. So I, I switched to the virtual option, and I'm using that time for it.
2: So. Oh, is that the one you did like right before your radiation started?
1: Yep. Get that done. So gotta keep my 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 streak going here.
2: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I've
1: done those for I, I I we've been I've done every year except for 2012 when Josh was born because we didn't go down that year. So since two thousand ten to two thousand to now, so.
2: So you truly do have like a Thanksgiving tradition.
1: I, I guess so. It just kind of happened. Yeah not as fun as naming a turkey but you know well, but the food gets cooked for us so it's just nice. <laughs>
0: that's nice that's the thing about traditions is, is you know i, I listen to, to billy's story listen to yours I listen to mine they don't they're not planned i think the best traditions the ones that last forever the ones that happen organically they just occur and then for some reason they occur again and then you start looking forward to it so it, this this spontaneous event becomes something that you look forward to, and and those usually make the best traditions, you mm-hmm. know. And 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 the ones that are like you, you well, we have to have a tradition. Really, no, why? It, why do you have if, to have one? If you, you force know? it,
1: it's not going to happen. It's not going to.
2: It's not necessarily going to be a tradition,
0: right? You know, exactly, and it's it, it, you get a different response to it. Like there are certain things, certain patterns that have occurred uh in recent, in like in the past twenty years, where it's like, well, it's tradition. We do this. No, it's tradition that you want to do this. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. different. Right. And then you don't get that emotional investment where like, you know, it, it's funny, my mom rolled her eyes, but it, you know, later on the, the punchline to that particular story is that she goes, I had already been coming up with a couple of ideas if you didn't have one. And so you know, so it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 in some cases begrudgingly, but it's humorously begrudgingly. It, it's uh, you know you, you've got things like that ahead. You like uh, Tanya? Did you have any in particular? We talk.
2: Um. No, I mean it used to be that we would um, flip flop and uh, kind of go back and forth about who was going to host, whether it was going to be me or uh, my parents. Um, but jo- over like the, I think the last. Ten years, it's just easier for us to host, um, because mm-hmm. then there's less um, like because the kids can actually take breaks in their own room if it gets overwhelming. But mm-hmm. no, I mean it's um usually like we would have um a th- go to Thanksgiving with like my dad's side of the family or whatever on Thanksgiving, and then we'd always make a turkey on Friday, um, to have something at home. Mm -hmm. But I think part of, like, our Thanksgiving traditions is usually our tree goes up, like, either Thanksgiving day after dinner or the next day. It's, like, certain things that we do around this particular um, time of year. Uh, I mean, of course, we have, like, traditional foods and things like that. But um, I think it's become the normal that we, like, play a game on Thanksgiving where almost everyone's involved. Um, so that, that type of stuff, it's just something that it's just natural to be hanging out at home, um, making all the food, who's fighting about who's going to get the um, skin off the turkey, um, Mm -hmm. after it comes out of the oven, um, that type of stuff. I mean, we do, we we used to be able to serve it like all on the table, but now there's so much food that we use my Island for it. Right. So... Hmm. So, I think one of our our traditions is what what kind of uh, festive paper plates are we using this year?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: because we have so many more dishes already to be done that we don't want to have to do, wash plates and silverware and things like that. Can I our- say
3: I love you, Tanya? <laughs> that, to me, that is fantastic of you because i i do the dishes mostly and to me the amount of dishes we use for nothing <laughs> it's I mean, I,
2: uh. and, and, and it's so funny everyone's like oh you spend all day slaving over this particular meal or whatever and it's done within 10 minutes and then you look at the aftermath of all the freaking dishes and you're like oh so it's I mean, we usually have um oval plates that will say, give thanks or things that have turkeys on them or, um, pumpkin pie or whatever, but it's all like festive to whatever holiday it is now that we're having a, a large gathering. Um, now granted I, I do have regular plates in my house. I, I do, but we're, we've gone more to the, the paper plate type thing because just, we're just so, so busy. And and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And and every other Sunday, we have a large group, not a large group, it's still under 10 um, in the house. That it just, I don't have enough plates for everyone unless I go into my good china. So we do a lot of uh, paper plates. So, but yeah, I don't know. We, We don't necessarily have. Like specific traditions like, yes, like Chris names the turkey or that that we have uh, singing type thing is, um, we usually are waiting for my dad to come out of the woods. That's our our tradition. A couple couple years ago.
0: Yeah, because your dad's an avid hunter.
2: We were um, in the process of uh, making Thanksgiving and whatever, and the turkey was in the oven and things like that. And we get a phone call from my dad, he, um, he is hunting alone and he got a deer and he needs help dragging it out of the woods. So he needed help tracking it and dragging it out of the woods. So, um, I had to drive Randy to Hunteri Falls and drop him off to my dad. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> dad, you have him now. Cause once they found it, they had to go take it over because it was somewhat warm to mm-hmm. have to, to drop it off to be processed i'm like i called my mom i'm like because i was on the phone with her the entire time while i was waiting for randy and my dad to to find the deer and things like that so i'm like well i'm gonna go get mom and bring her up and dad you bring randy home type thing oh, because instead of me getting randy back i'm like no if randy has any deer guts or whatever on he's not getting back in my car that's not happening
4: <laughs> not happening
2: so I went and picked up my mom. I'm like, I'm on my way to get you. Dad and Randy will be back for Thanksgiving later. She's like, okay. So, um, so that, it's like that stuff. It's like that spur of the moment where you're like, okay, it's always tradition for my dad to be hunting on Thanksgiving. So we're just hoping that he gets a deer before dinner time, so he can get my mom up to our house, that type of thing
3: but it's funny. You mentioned hunting just yesterday. Someone messaged me on Facebook asking if I hunted and I, my reply was no, there are, what's (laughs) it? No, I said, no, there are stores where I live.
2: Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So yeah, no. Um, I think the the new traditions are, are starting my damn family you hear all that noise?
0: New traditions are starting as we speak. (laughs) Yes.
2: That Tanya's going to have to mute her microphone pretty soon. Um, We'll get soundproofing for the ceiling of the basement. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to do the whole freaking basement. It's ridiculous.
3: I just heard a scream. Is
0: that
2: Riker? Yes, that's Riker. He's in the living room. Daddy must be tormenting him. (laughs) Mm. That that's a happy screech, though. That's a stop tickling me type, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Sure. It, it's yeah. not
2: a uh-uh. I'm being beaten screech. Those are totally I'm being different.
0: murdered in the corner. <laughs> yeah,
2: because that's
3: um, usually Tanya's job. Yeah, right.
2: Uh, I just have to raise my voice and and if I if I raise my voice and pull out one swear word, all of a sudden Riker bursts into tears. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I, don't, I don't have to do anything other than that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, but. No, I think my mom's got traditions with Tyler around this time because she's not they're not here for his birthday. So mm-hmm. they use like Thanksgiving time um like normally they go shopping for his birthday in November. But now they're going to use Thanksgiving Day to shop on Amazon for okay. him for his for his birthday because they're not around in January. So they're doing that. So They've, he's got his own little things with my mama. My mom's got specific, specific things that she likes to do.
0: Oh, my God. And yeah. Black, Black Fridays is a, is a whole new different animal these days.
3: Yeah, it is. It's all mm-hmm. pretty much gonna all going to be online.
0: You know, yeah. no, last year. Last year I, I was really good. Last year I saved something like thirteen hundred dollars on Black Friday.
2: Because you didn't shop.
0: I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed the hell home and I played games on the computer and that was it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and you know I mean right now I've been starting to do oh, Christmas shopping throughout like the last couple weeks and things like that. I think was mm-hmm. it last Saturday I went shopping with my mom? I think it was. Then we went to East and she was able to knock a lot of Christmas presents out be in. Yeah. It's a lot of times where this would be the time of the year where people was like, Black Friday shopping. I mean, my mom and I used to go black Friday shopping before it got really big. And then once it got to be overwhelming, we're like, Nope, we're not going out and not doing it. And now, um, used to be that people would shop Thanksgiving stores would open on Thanksgiving night. And that's not even happening anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
3: I don't know. Actually, I, I just thought of one other Thanksgiving thing that was sort of a weird tradition for me for a bunch of years. Okay. Um, my original cat Geraldine, the one I found in 2000,
4: mm-hmm.
3: I found her on Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, I remember you talking about that one, yeah. Yeah, my my roommate and I had ordered Chinese food on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, took the garbage out, tossed it in the dumpster. She popped out, sort of followed me home, and wound up keeping her. But because we didn't have cat food, I fed her leftover turkey that I brought home from my parents' house, from my mom's house. Mm -hmm. And so for many years after that, every Thanksgiving, when I brought home turkey, she got some turkey because that's – what she did no she she was my thanksgiving cat so i always fed her turkey after thanksgiving and then she died in 2017 but since then the new cat tradition seems to be susan i get a new cat every year in 2017 oliver had shown up at our house outside in july of 2017 (laughs) geraldine died in december of 2017 We weren't planning on getting another one, but then Daniel showed up in February of 2018 outside Mm -hmm. of our house. Okay, that's it for the cats, but then I missed having a black cat, so in In March of 2019, wound up with Bob, and since then, we've always joked, geez, we we get a cat every year, and no, in 2020, we weren't planning on it, but just a couple weeks ago, our three-legged kitty pie came into our lives, (laughs) (laughs) so the past four years, we've wound up with a cat every year, which isn't a Thanksgiving tradition, now that's just an annual thing, but there you go. But Start, still started oh, with the Thanksgiving tradition of feeding Geraldine turkey Thanksgiving
0: turkey That's so. amazing how many cats do you have right now six six of them how yep. are they doing
3: um, <laughs> uh, good Pi doesn't seem to like any of them but he's got his <laughs> own room so you know he's he's in the spare room and then mm-hmm. at different times we'll like you no know, put some of the other cats in the other rooms and let him wander around. Mm -hmm. And and then we'll try and integrate him with some of the other ones to varying degrees of success or unsuccess. Hmm. But everybody's got cats. They like, and ones they don't, and Oliver has just learned to get along with the girls upstairs. So he's now allowed upstairs and it's, it's a big cluster F, but
0: it's always something.
3: But we deal with our little cat orphanage here, so right, and everybody's happy, so and he like pie likes people more than anything, like if he had actual arms, he'd hug us all day long.
0: Aw, see that's sweet though,
3: yeah, but he hates other cats i th- we think he's a dog, and cat is <laughs> Because literally he he spent fifteen minutes licking my face this morning.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, I I don't know what what the deal with him is, but he he's very funny, and the other cats all it I I love them all, so all six of them, all half dozen of them.
0: <laughs> the more the uh, furrier. Yeah, right. so
3: we'll see <laughs> if we wind up with a twenty twenty one cat
0: or what. But
3: so far, <laughs> yeah. last four years, we've gotten a new one for some reason or another.
0: Well, things are consistent here in in the regard that. Molly um, it, Molly does not hate Juno. She's just mm-hmm. scared of the fact that Juno is like 10 times her size. Right. You know, and Juno does not hate Molly or does not want to hurt Molly. Just wants to play with Molly and sniff her and doesn't understand her. But then Molly keeps running away. So Juno's mm-hmm. like, wait, what? I just want to play. Yeah. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Come here, so... little dog. <laughs> So what are some of the things we do to get into the Thanksgiving spirit other than talk about our traditions and things? There's movies, T V shows, stuff that we have to see. We did mention Charlie Brown. Are there anything is there anything else that you have to it's like it's like it's not Christmas time until you see Hans Gruber fall from the Nakatomi Plaza.
2: <laughs> that's funny. You mentioned that because we were talking about that last night at gaming and that's what we're um, Mark was saying. Mm-hmm. And and Chrissy and Sean. everyone's like, it's not a Christmas movie. We're like, well, it starts on Christmas Eve and ends on Christmas Day. So, yes, it is.
0: Yes. Yes. Even Bruce Willis has said, it's not a Christmas movie. But we have to disagree on this one, Bruce. I'm sorry to tell you. Like, the other night, um, uh, Tanya and I watched Adam's Family Values, which... It's has nothing not to do Thanksgiving with movie. it. Has a Thanksgiving piece in it in the in the summer camp scene, right? So that there's your Thanksgiving tie-in, but it's just it's not a it's it's just it's funny. Oh my god, I forgot how funny I haven't
1: that watched movie. that in so long. Yeah, I, I... and
2: you know I think part of what we think about Thanksgiving is uh, family and values and getting together to say wh- what you're thankful for and
4: mm-hmm. giving
2: a time to reflect and and yeah the. the what are the, like there's movies and tv shows and whatever that that pull that time of year in that might not be um particularly that that theme but they they do it so you're now um being thankful and blessed and all that type of stuff
3: see i i look i look forward to God damn the it. football games, watching football games with what mm-hmm. usually with other people. Again, this year, our Thanksgiving, we're not having to get together because, you know, with my niece and nephew going to school, we don't know who they're hanging out with. And, you know, it, we just all feel safer being separated. But this mm-hmm. year, my, my brother's still making turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes. And he's packaging up food, and he's gonna bring some to me and Susan. He's bringing nice. some to my sister and brother in law. But um, I think his first stop is gonna be at my sister's house, who's gonna have dessert uh, made, and she's gonna send dessert for everybody. And then my brother stops here; he drops off our Thanksgiving dinner along with the carcass of the turkey, because Susan always makes turkey soup for oh, nice. everybody okay. for the following, you know days or week or whatever so Mm
4: -hmm.
3: we'll get our food and then susan will make turkey soup probably friday or over the weekend out of the carcass and so we're still trying to do something together for thanksgiving where everybody prepares food and gets it to the other people in the family Mm -hmm. but it it won't be as much fun watching the football games without my brother and my sister and brother-in-law and Right. Because you know, it's the Lions play one game and the Cowboys play the other and they're both lousy. (laughs) So (laughs) not expecting good games, but it's that's like an actual sort of tradition thing where we lay around to watch football. Before we eat, we turn off the games during the meal and have music on and then more football after after we eat. But
0: yeah, no, it's it's gonna be tough. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hoping that you know, like we were saying earlier in the show today, we just you know, we'll turn this around. We have to. It's mm-hmm. just gonna be a thing. It's we're, we're gonna look back at this whole situation eventually. But uh, what are some of the other ones? Let's see. There's there's planes, trains, and automobiles. That happens at Thanksgiving, isn't it?
3: Yes, okay. yes, it does. That's I haven't right, watched yeah. that in years.
0: Yeah, That's neither have I. Often. We were just talking about it the other night, though. That's why I was thinking about it. That's Those f-
3: aren't pillows. <laughs> That's a funny movie. I saw it at the theater when it first came out. Remember laughing till I was crying. It. Th- there's a scene where I think they're driving down the road and the car's on fire. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. And <so laughs> I remember laughing till I cried at that.
1: Mhm. I mean Steve Martin and John Candy, mm-hmm. I mean they were just I mean just they worked off each other so well. I mean Yeah. Yeah. John Candy is one of those greats that was sad when he passed.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Very much so.
3: Like Susan and I just watched Home for the Holidays. Uh couple days ago because Mm -hmm. Robert Downey mentioned it on an interview I saw him on and that's a really cute movie and it takes place Thanksgiving Day like from the night before Thanksgiving to the day after Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. it's a funny sweet movie you know and you know dysfunctional family Holly Hunter Robert Downey Jr. uh and Bancroft uh uh why can't I think of the guy's name it's it's an all-star cast. Yeah. And it's it's it was not a brilliant movie but just a fun movie and you, it just has it like that 90s nostalgia feel to it. Like there's just movies that you could tell what decade they were made by
4: mm-hmm.
3: sort of the production and the the score and all that so
0: Right, there's going to be a vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It it sort of has like uh if John Hughes's Brat Pack movies, if those people grew up, type of feel <laughs> to it.
0: <laughs> that's that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's very valid. So, ah, the things we do, the things we watch, the places we go. Oh, the places we'll go. Oh, Doctor <laughs> Seuss thing. I think
3: it's Doctor <laughs> Seuss thing. It is.
0: So, all right, my friends, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we will have a wrap up and our question of the week. we are back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls dudes and dads and all points in between we love you guys we're hoping you're having a great day so far so this podcast comes out on the wednesday before thanksgiving so the timing is great we guys hope you have a wonderful thanksgiving that you get an opportunity in in this in this crazy crazy situation of 2020 that you find some some joy some smile and if it's been hanging with us for the past you know hour and a quarter or so then great we we love sharing that with you um we're going to forego Dan's magic list, and I have a simple question of the week. Billy, I'm yes going to start with you, my friend. Okay. In this madness of 2020, just find something. What are you thankful for this year?
3: Oh, that that's easy. I, that I have a wife who has helped make this manageable, who mm-hmm. figures out you know, when to go shopping and and takes care of, of that type of stuff and just mm-hmm. gives me someone to to talk to and be around and have six cats with and <laughs> someone you know she you know she's actually you no know, she, i think was that one of the topics we got into a couple weeks ago with her where her covid knowledge like she oh, really yeah. studies the stuff so she knows what's going on she's got a wide breadth of knowledge on lots of stuff and Absolutely. she also uh Sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She she indulges me in the stuff I'm interested in. Yes. Uh, yesterday, I watched a, a five-hour documentary about the history of stand-up comedy in the comedy store. Hmm.
4: Oh, and cool.
3: I loved out she started watching, was really interested in it. And turns out now from her past life, she had met a ton of really interesting people and got to share her stories about meeting Robin Williams and Richard oh. Belzer and Wow and different oh, people geez. like that. So I you no, know, someone someone who's her own person and also, you know, indulge lets me be my own person, but Real, she's really interesting, and I'm glad she's around. And
0: that's amazing.
3: So, dirt. No, I'm glad for the past. Let's see, March through the year 11. So, what's it been? Eight months, nine months. I've I've been lucky enough to be around someone that, in general, we don't drive each other crazy. We still do a little (laughs) bit, but
0: (laughs) yeah, all good relationships do. Yeah, Yeah. you you drive each other a little bonkers, typically on a regular basis. So, but it's better that way. How about you Tanya fabulous?
2: Um how did I know you were going to one have this question and two come to me next? Because um, you know me.
0: You know me really well.
2: Yes, you're an open book. Um She's thankful for those
0: kids. Thanks.
2: I tell you, can, <laughs> being
0: distractions.
2: They, they, can you hear the feet upstairs yeah. mm-hmm. and the uh, voices and the voices? And they're not the voices in my head.
0: The voices in my head. voices in my. Anyway,
2: oh, uh, I would be more thankful if I had soundproofing in the basement. Um,
1: <laughs> so, what tiny one for Christmas is soundproofing for her basement? Is like, well,
2: oh, we would talk about our Amazon <laughs> wish list. Yeah, that that. We'll they started go me GoFundMe. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, I am definitely thankful for um, all my friends and family, especially mm-hmm. during this time. Um, I am thankful for being able to actually be able to go to work on a daily basis and be out mm-hmm. and be teaching students in person. <laughs> um, and that we're not in an area that um, my district's not in a yellow zone, so the students don't have to be tested yet. Okay. So I'm thankful for that. I am uh, thankful that everyone um, around me is um, safe and healthy. Um, I'm thankful that my own son was able, Riker was able to handle the rapid test, um, uh, rapid COVID test at school on Friday. It was a new experience for him and that he was able to, um, Handle it and do it. Whereas I know if it had been my oldest, that wouldn't have been done because we would have had a 20 to a 30 minute bloody nose afterwards. Um, just because I know Tyler's nose, if it's dry or whatever, any mm-hmm. irritation, just sneezing, could cause his nose to Start to bleeding. bleed. Yeah, and um, yeah. So I'm I'm thankful that he I, I'm thankful that he is person that he's becoming. Um he has his his challenges and his difficulties and things like that and and he's definitely um opinionated. Um but hmm. <laughs> but I was very impressed with his report card from the first barking period and I'm so blessed that he's able to and thankful that he's able to handle this hybrid teaching learning situation because I'm not home during the day right. and um, he's doing a good majority of it on his own as seventh grade um, he does have a couple adults in the house that can support him but he's doing phenomenal and he had a lot of his kind and respectful comments on his report card which made Sean and Chris and somebody else giggle so so because because he's definitely different at home um he's always helpful and wants to be there helping whatever but he can be a little assertive we'll 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 do we'll we'll say no no no, honey it's called aggressive (laughs) but he he I think he's like kind of like Lenny in that regards to of mice and men. He doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily know his own um, strength. Okay. And and difficulties and things like that. But but mm-hmm. he is he is so loving and generous and, and caring and, and things like that. And I'm glad that it's seen at school compared to what we see at home. Right. So, we see a totally <laughs> different side to him now. He is still kind of <laughs> generous, or whatever, but he's also okay, he's also uh, uh, a preteen that has his uh, own uh, opinion on things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a lovable little butterball. So okay. That so well, then yeah. he
0: ha- that we have that going for us. Then
2: yes, he's cute. But yeah.
0: How about you, Danielson?
1: Well, of course, you know, I got my kids. So I'm thankful that I've been able to keep in touch with all friends through this crazy, you know, virtually for the most part through everything. Mm-hmm. But while I'm not great while I'm not thankful for the, the wonderful surprise 2020 has given me as far as rectal cancer, yeah. I am thankful for the support that I've gotten throughout it i mean i made the the decision early on that i'm going to be open with everybody about it and i've been posting on facebook Mm -hmm. in detail what i've been going through with this and it's it helps me just to get it out to get it out there Mm -hmm. and not repeat myself but it also just getting the support back from it it's just been overwhelming i mean it's just and that's just. It was a, you know said cancer don't don't not recommended don't do it on purpose don't try this but, um, <laughs> but um, if you you know if you do get it you know it's there there's support out there there's people you know people will, there's good people out there you can get through it it's a lot of it is curable there's depending hopefully you catch you if you do get it you catch it early um, i did catch it i did get mine relatively early so i'm, mm-hmm. I'm lucky there um, but it's just, I'm, I'm thankful for all the support that I've gotten throughout this whole journey and journey still continuing. The first step is almost done by the time this is out, I'll be pretty much done with the last treatment there for the radiation. That's great. And then I'll, then I'll be able to figure out what the next step is after that, after to get another MRI and see what's left of the cancer and what they're going to do next, probably uh-huh. a surgery, but we'll find out
0: to be continued. And we'll find out <laughs> together, mate. We'll find out yep. together. Mm-hmm.
2: And me being the water sign over here, I'm starting to tear up.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the things I'm grateful for. You know, I got the friends, the family, the support that we've gotten. You know, um, I've been watching everybody else band around each other, and and I'm like, cool, this is good. This is, you know, we we have these glimmers of hope in our society that we're going to be fine. Um, you know, and then when I went through the quarantine situation, you know, I I I was nervous, but I was optimistic, especially after, you know, when you're in you're a week and a half in and you're not feeling any different. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. my chances are getting through this unscathed are increasing daily. But people came out of the woodwork. They're like, Hey, do you need anything? We can drop stuff off. We can we can do this, we can take care of that for you. The people I work with were like, Okay, we're gonna cover your the appointments you can't reschedule. We're gonna make sure this, you know, field work gets done. I made a phone call one time because I'm, I'm, I was able to do a lot of work from home. Uh, you know, so I'm sitting there on my computer and I'm like, Jesus, I wish if I, could just, if I could just lay eyes on this house that's three streets over from my house, <laughs> I can go ahead and close this case. And I made a quick phone call. I'm like, "Hey, if you're passing through the area, can you just stop and see if this is is here?" Oh yeah, according to the problem. Ten minutes later, yeah, no, you're good. And so I was like, oh, "Okay, good." Support from the team, as well as the friends and the family, and it made life a lot easier. So I'm I'm appreciative of everybody who's helped everybody get through these things. I am I am thankful that my best friend is kicking cancer's ass. I mean, holy cow! I am I've been watching you stride through this. And, it's not, and easy. I,
1: it's, not I, it, it's not easy by any means. I'm, I not, I'm in imagine. pain right now. I mean, right now, I mean, there is pain right now. Oh, I, I and bet. It, and, it, and it's, but, you know, it's just, you got to get through it because it's, you know, it's.
2: And I thought Chris up. was the pain in your ass. Well, <laughs>
0: easy. I,
1: I have, I have more of it now, so. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's legitimate medical documentation about pain in the ass now. So. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's, there's
1: literal pain in the ass now.
0: Uh. Um <laughs>
2: There, I oh, yeah. needed I needed to laugh and to dry my tears. Okay. Yes. I
0: see how it is. Let's let's we make jokes at Chris's expense. I see how it is with you people.
1: Oh, I've been making jokes at my own expense too. Come on. Yeah, it? I know. <laughs> I know. And, and actually, I, laughter it, is a good medicine. Yeah, it yes, is. it is. And actually, I, I, I'm also
3: thankful for you guys. Every Sunday morning, I get to talk to friends that I don't, even though I don't get to see and look at you face to face, I'm mm-hmm. getting to hear different voices and have conversations about stuff I like with, with people I like. So I am appreciative of that because mm-hmm. I'm awesome. not someone that will normally call people on the phone just to talk because I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like just chatting on the phone. <laughs> I mean, But I do like talking to friends about Stuff and mm-hmm. you're that for me right now, and I'm also thankful that Susan left the Oreos next to me. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good thing. Yeah,
0: and, and I'm thankful, obviously, to our listeners because you guys are—you know—we sit here and we love talking to each other. But there are consistently people out there who listen to us week in, week out, and and we appreciate that. And um, you know, and we look forward to continuing doing that for a while to come. Yet. Uh, even if there's only two listeners out there, I swear to you we'll it'll we'll, we'll keep doing it, you know, just because we have fun, like like Billy was saying, every Sunday we get to hang out and just talk about stuff that that amuses us and so uh so that's that. so any last licks any last uh, any last regards from the the gang before we close this one up?
2: did you no,
1: thanks everybody did thanks,
0: did yeah. you
2: hear that um h b o max is gonna to be uh uh, potentially uh, releasing Wonder Woman on Christmas Day?
3: They are, yes. for sure. They are.
0: Not, that's that, that's confirmed at this point. Yeah, yeah. it is.
3: That's, that's, that's cool. what I'll be doing Christmas Day.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll
1: have to get HBO Max now. Huh? Use your seven-day
3: free trial.
1: <laughs> there, there you go. There it
0: is. That's a thing.
2: Now, is it going to be streamed for free that day? For HBO. HBO Max subscribers, or are we going to have to? Save? I
0: believe I saw no extra charge. Yeah, I think so. It it's might free. just be part of the um,
2: package of
0: the of the package, as it were. I wonder, <laughs> what if, a that,
2: I wonder if that counts with because I have HBO Max now on my Hulu account, mm-hmm. so I wonder if that that might still work.
3: I think it will.
4: It should.
2: I hope we'll so. Find out.
3: Stay tuned. That's what say I'm good thankful good for. Good. Wonder Woman. Gail Godot, I'm thankful for. <laughs>
2: <Yay>. <laughs> a lot of Yay. people are thankful for that.
3: Godot. <laughs> Godot. I'm sorry, Miss Godot. I, I mispronounced your name. I thought it was
0: Godot. I
3: think it's
2: Godot. I think it's Godot.
0: Waiting for Godot. Yeah. Yeah. All okay, right. On that note. On that happy and pious note, we'll call that the Rapperoo. And you guys have uh, a great week. So at this point, what I'm going to do is say, hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hit it. Because this has been FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con coming at you in April of 2021. Hopefully. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us wherever we go. And we will lead you where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week. Have a safe week. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you again next week.
2: Gobble. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Who gobbled?
3: I I assumed what, that was a you? I yeah, I assumed it was appropriate instead
1: of a dum-dum.
2: That works.
0: <laughs> that works. I'm not sure how it works, but it
2: worked. Oh boy. Is it a a, 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 wobble gobble? (laughs) Gobble gobble. Gobble
0: gobble Uh,
2: gobble. gobble. I love you guys. Okay.